Tune in to Catch a Contractor, premiering Sunday, March 9th at 10 Eastern, 9 Central on Spike. Watch as master carpenter Adam Carolla and his team track down shoddy contractors and bring them to justice. For the contractor, it's a chance at redemption. For the families, it's redemption they're looking for. And for the viewers, it's brilliant entertainment. Tune in Sundays starting March 9th on Spike. It's Topics, the podcast where two comedians discuss serious topics in a serious way. I'm Michael Ian Black, joined as always by Michael Showalter. It's good to be here. Great to uh, hear your voice again. And uh, before we get started, let's just quickly say in each uh, podcast, we try to cover 80% of any given topic, whatever's left over. That's for you to discuss um, in your study groups. And we've been getting a... uh, a lot of uh, great feedback in the study groups all over the world. So I would encourage you to, to start your own study group if you haven't already. Yep. The, uh, there's a, a very, very, a new group uh, that just started in Copenhagen. Mm. And we're being, we've been getting lots and lots of communications from them. Just, yeah. just saying that they're having a really good time with the study group. And uh, we may end up going over there to, to talk to them in person uh, if we can scrape enough shekels together. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, I would really like to do that. And if and if there's anyone else there else out there who is starting a study group in your town, maybe we could come visit you as well and uh, drop dr- drop in and and say hi and and join the study group uh, for a little bit. Yeah, it's it's that's important and uh, it's good work and, and we look forward to uh, embarking on this think project with all of you. So today's topic is both mysterious and everyday. It is um, it is an immutable fact of life, but it's also a mystery. I'm talking about metamorphosis. Michael, any initial thoughts? Metamorphosis. You can't see it. Right. But it happens. Well, you can see the results of it. You can see the results of it. But it happens so gradually. Yes. That you don't see it while it's happening. Although, it, unless it's unless it's, you know, going into the fictional realm, you know, we see David Banner turn into the Hulk. Yes. Um, that's a metamorphosis that you can see. Um, scientists have observed caterpillars in the pupa metamorphosizing into uh, radiant butterflies. Mm-hmm. But the process, as you say, isn't instantaneous. It requires time-lapse photography. Exactly. Um, so I think we could amend it to say you can't see it unless with the aid of time-lapse photography. Yes. Or in the fictional realm. Or in the fictional realm. Um, but it, but it happens in both scenarios. It happens. And I think this is, this is apt that it's called metamorphosis because metamorphosis while being an actual phenomenon is also very metaphorical. Yes. Because it represents change. Yes. And it's really, really well put. And it's that it brings 
it, directly into focus, into sharp focus, I think a question that we have as a society, mm-hmm. um, which is, can is, is it possible to change? Is it possible to become something other than than what we are? Well, we, we've certainly proven that in the physical realm, it is. Um, caterpillars in their pupa metamorphosize into radiant butterflies. But I'm tadpoles, talking... Yeah. Tadpoles uh, go into their pupa, their cocoons, and when they emerge, they're frogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're talking about is a more subtle metamorphosis, a metamorphosis of the spirit. That's right. That's right. Of the soul. Yes. I have some thoughts on this. Um, What are your thoughts, Mike? My first thought is profound. And it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with in their relationships, Mm. which is this. And this is a truth. You cannot change another person. Mm -hmm. A person can only change Change themselves. Well, I was going to say him or herself. Herself. So, well, yeah. I mean, you said their self, which I guess, you know, that's a, that's a gender neutral way of saying. I said, yes, I, I said themselves. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. So I used him or herself. Well, this is definitely not something for us to worry about. Of course not. But change, I believe, has to come from within. within. Yes. You read my mind. That's so interesting. Can you talk about that a little more? Yes. As a young man, I didn't like to me. You were. No. Okay. No. Why did you say that? I was honestly just just guessing. I thought you had self-esteem issues when you were a young man. I continue. Forget it. I mean, whether or not I have self-esteem issues is, isn't, is as germane to this conversation as the gender neutral uh, pronouns of him or herself and and themselves. Anyway, I didn't like tomatoes. Mm. Um, If I found a tomato in my salad, I would push it aside. Mm-hmm. I was, in essence, discriminating against the fruit tomato. Can I ask a question? Yes. Had you eaten tomatoes? As a younger person, yes, as a child. And of course, we know, getting back to physical metamorphosis, our tastes change mm-hmm. as we get older. Our taste buds em- evolve. Yes, they literally evolve. If you look at the taste buds under an electron uh, microscope of a baby, they are—they uh, look like adult taste buds, but they're smaller mm-hmm. and they're pink. Mm. If you look under the taste at the taste buds of an adult uh, person under an electron microscope, they have a slightly green tinge to them. Mm-hmm. Um, scientists aren't sure why Uh, they think it may be because of all the chlorophyll that we eat from our plant-based diets Mm -hmm. but it is different and they evolve Mm. so I had not tried tomatoes since 
um, I think I was forced to as a young man, mm. as, a, as a boy, I should say. Okay. So years, we're saying years have gone by. Years, uh, possibly decades. Mm. And then one day I'll never forget, I'm sitting at a diner with a friend, uh, and it doesn't matter who, because it's not, it doesn't really matter for the story. Um, but it was Paul Rudd. And I had ordered a hamburger. The hamburger came with lettuce and tomato. Okay. Paul says to me, are you going to eat the tomato? I say, no, I don't like tomatoes. He says, when was the last time you tried it? I had to answer, honestly, it's been years. He says, give it another try. I put the tomato on the burger. Guess what? You liked it. No. No, I still don't like tomatoes. But the point is... I tried it. I see. I tried it. Your spirit had evolved. Yes, my spirit had metamorphosized. Into a more willing spirit. Yes. Yes. A more open spirit. Yes. We've got Spike's Catch a Contractor sponsoring today's episode of Topics. Have you ever been conned by a contractor? Sucks, huh? If so, sorry for your loss, but we've got the perfect show for you. Watch Catch a Contractor on Spike starring Adam Carolla as a master carpenter with a taste for vengeance. It all starts with American families who've been conned by low-down, dirty contractors. Carolla and his team locate the cheapskates and bring them to face their mess. The contractors get three choices. Give back the money, come back and fix the work, or see the homeowners in court. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll want to build an add-on to your home. It's where justice and comedy meet to make great television. Don't forget to tune in to the most American show on television, Catch a Contractor, starring Adam Carolla. It premieres Sunday, March 9th at 10 Eastern, 9 Central, right after an all-new episode of Bar Rescue on Spike. Do you have any um, examples from your life of metamorphosis? I mean, I always hearken to the white light experience that I had. What is that, Michael? I don't know that I know this story. I, this had to have been almost, well, over 10 years ago. Hmm. And it was a night like any other. And so let's, let's just set the scene. It's dark. It's dark. I'm so is that, is that, does that set the scene sufficiently? Yes. Okay. And I woke up in the middle of the night and my apartment was flooded with a white light, a white, bright, silvery, luminescent, glowing light. Mm -hmm. I went back to sleep. Even in the light, you went back to sleep. Yes, it wasn't it wasn't the kind of light that would keep you awake. Hmm. It was a light that that I felt that more puts you than, to sleep like in a like in a uh, like in a tanning bed. I felt it more than saw it. I see. Also like in a tanning bed because that's when you metamorphosize from pale to tan. Continue. And when I woke up the next morning, I felt that I had been visited by a spirit. Mm-hmm. And from that point forward, my insides had changed because prior to that 
experience, I did not believe that a celestial body existed. Mm. But when I awoke, I felt that I had been visited by a celestial body. And um, do you know which celestial body it was? I don't want to say God. Right. Because... I feel like that's a word that's been kind of taken. It has a stigma to it or a baggage. It's a weighted word because my own personal feeling is, is that I believe in the idea of a God. Mm. I don't necessarily think that that is going to be some man, old man in a, in a flowing robe uh, sitting in a throne on a cloud, pointing his finger down at, at the world. Hmm. To me, what I saw, that white light, that glow, yes, maybe that was God. Hmm. And, and, and so you're saying and God, so, God, and so, and so, God can absolutely be a light. God could be the sound of water hmm. rolling over pebbles in a stream. Mm, very powerful imagery. And from that point forward, Michael, my insides changed, metamorphosized from a me-driven self mm. to a you-driven self or a we-driven self. Mm. Um, it's It's a powerful story. It's a perfect illustration of the idea of internal metamorphosis. Did you also physically change on the inside? That I don't know. Mm. I would get that checked out. Uh, Only because it's possible, not likely, but possible that the light was radiation and you should get that looked at. It's oh. not to say that it's not to say that it couldn't also have been a celestial being, but because we don't know the nature of celestial beings, it's possible they're radioactive, and you should get that checked out. Hmm. Like I said, I don't think it's likely. I think there's less than a twenty-five or thirty percent chance. No, I'll do it. That, I'll do yeah. it. I'll do I would, it. I would get that looked at right away. I will have it looked at right away. And the last thing I want is for that to have been what that was. And if it was radioactive light, then I think I was heavily exposed to it. Right. I know I was. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you were bathed in this light. I was. And the, you know, benign explanation is, Hey, it was just a celestial being. The more malignant uh, explanation pun intended is that you might have cancer now. And I I hope not. And like I said, I don't think you do, but I, I would definitely see an oncologist as soon as possible. Because cancer is another perfect example of metamorphosis. It is our cells multiplying um, in an out-of-control way. And so you gain a lot of weight. And when you see a heavy person, you know, the odds are very, very good that that person has cancer. Hmm. Where else do we see metamorphosis Mm. in our 
daily lives. And, and, and when we see it, is it always for the better? Mm. As obviously in the example of cancer, no, the answer would be no. Right. Except for the cancer. Do you see? No. If we take the point of view of the cancerous cell, and because we are a, uh, I like to think that we are a holistic podcast, meaning we look at the whole and we agree that cellular life is life. We therefore have to conclude that the cancer itself is a life. And from the point of view of that life, cancer is good. Hmm. It's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, thought experiment and uh, one I would encourage our study groups to, to tumble over in the coming weeks. We want to thank Audible for sponsoring this episode of Topics. Audible makes this podcast possible and you know what else it makes possible? Audible makes reading on the go easy. So what are you waiting for? Go sign up today. Audible is the leading online provider of audiobooks and audio entertainment, and they've got over 150,000 books to choose from. Plus, you can listen to Audible on almost any device, iPods, iMacs, Kindles, MP3s, or eBooks. If you go to Audible now, you'll get the special offer they're giving to our listeners, a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. All you have to do is log on to audiblepodcast.com slash topics to get it. Need a recommendation? Why not Deepak Chopra's Life After Death, The Burden of Proof, written and narrated by the man himself? Remember, that's audiblepodcast.com slash topics for a free audiobook and 30-day free trial. Thank you, Audible. You asked a question about other examples of metamorphosis. I mean, we see you know, uh, young men and women, boys and girls yes. who ov- seemingly overnight yes. shoot up into <laughs> the air with, you know, and are growing pubic hair. And, yes, and, I'm, de- and I'm dealing with that right now with my own son. They're so growing pubic hair, yes. pubic hair under in their arm underarms and yes. and on their genitals and yes. their legs and uh, they have and they, on on their faces and yes. their voices change and yes sometimes they get acne and mm. um and there's also internal metamorphosis well happening. oh and and i was only i was i was exactly i was just about to get to that the angst of of yes. adolescence and these hormones exploding Yes, they, uh, like they, start, they start to think of, uh, uh, shall we say, more base activities propelled by a biological desire to procreate. Um, I think you're referring there to, to sex or intercourse. I was more referring to hand jobs mm-hmm. um, because I think as a, as a young person, uh, that's, that's pretty exciting. I would agree. Just, just uh, fondling the fondling yes. of genitalia. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, certainly, French kissing, tongue, yes. tongue kissing. Yes, the dance of the tongues, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> darting in and out of each other's yes. mouths, flicking. Uh, 
getting getting caught on your partner's braces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan- uh, orthodonture. Orthodonture is a common uh, experience. Sure, in sure. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Having, yes, having dances. Oh yes, yes. Um, With my own son, you know, we 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 talked about time lapse photography, and what I'm doing is. Every day now, because he's 12, going on 13, I'm uh, asking him to strip naked and stand in front of a camera that I've set up. And I just take five seconds of film every day where he raises his arms, lowers his arms, show me, shows me his genitals, etc. As a way of documenting this most important event in his life. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing it for about 18 months now. And I'm seeing a lot of changes. Well, it- that most important event we we call it puberty yes but of course it is a metamorphosis it is a wholesale change of the body and the the voice and the mind really where where the the child becomes the man yes and then uh sometimes in old age the man or woman then the metamorphosizes again yes, yes. but i want to go back to 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 what you were just saying so mm. um now how this you've been doing this for 18 months so that's yes. you're coming up on you know so that's a year and a half that you've yes. been doing this and how does your son feel about this um at first he really resisted it being um, and why being, what what was what well, was his he, reason he wasn't he wasn't comfortable being naked in front of me mm-hmm. he didn't see the necessity for it mm-hmm. um but as time has gone by i would say his resistance has only increased mm-hmm. um because i think as he as he's going through puberty now and experiencing these changes i think he's becoming self-conscious about his body mm-hmm. and i try to tell him and, and what what are you seeing can you describe what are some of the changes that that you're witnessing um well you know his genitals haven't dropped yet although his voice is changing and so i'm i'm looking forward to that but you know you see uh, uh growth in height um i'm starting to see the first uh uh, adolescent fuzz above his lip, um, some genital fuzz. And, you know, I'm having a great time with it. And although he does not seem to, I mean, I know. And how do you, like what, and, and, and what, what is, what, what, what signs or verbal cues is he giving you to indicate that he's not, that this isn't something he's enjoying or that well, he, he wants says, to can do? we, can we not do it? I don't want to do it. I don't like this. It's uncomfortable. It's, you know, but, but, but this is where being a parent, I think really comes to the fore mm-hmm. where as a parent, you know, what's best for the child. And right. so you, so I say, I know you don't like doing this now. And I understand that. I believe me, I wouldn't want to do it either. Um, but, in a few years, once you've emerged from your own pupa as a radiant butterfly, we'll have this documented and it will be such a precious object that you'll want to show your own children. Mm. 
And, um, you know, he doesn't necessarily agree with that, but, but like I said, he's very young and, uh, you what know, would, time, time will tell. What would you, is there a consequence if he doesn't, if he doesn't do it, if he were to just refuse? There's definitely like a, a carrot and stick element to what we're doing with this, with this project. And, you know, the carrot is every once in a while, I, you know, I'm buying a Nintendo game, you know, as a thank you. And the stick is, if you don't do it, you don't eat dinner. You know, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I know we're going to get uh, listener mail saying, I don't think this is right, et cetera, et cetera. And I hear that. And believe me, my wife is also opposed to the idea. She thinks it's very intrusive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I say to her, when you were pregnant, we took pictures of your metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the ever-expanding belly. Mm-hmm. And in some of those photographs, a lot of which she posted on her social media sites, she is, uh, you know, in, a, in largely undressed. Mm. But we, we, we documented that, and I want to document this process for my son. And I'll do the same thing with my daughter when she gets a little older. Mm. It's very powerful. It's a very mm-hmm. rich, rewarding project. And I would encourage anybody out there with children to do it. Mm-hmm to document the transition from childhood into young adulthood. Adulthood, Yes. Yes. Um, And, and do you recommend that it always, and you're, you're actually taking moving images. Am I correct? Yes. Five seconds a day. Mm -hmm. So that eventually I'll be able to just run it together. um, And it it will seem instantaneous. Mm -hmm. So what kind of change do you think is coming for you Mm. what kind of metamorphosis would you like for yourself you know i've thought about this a lot because you know as you reach a certain age you you do think about these things and you know at the top of my list is i would like to be able to enjoy tomatoes what about you Hmm. well one of them is just a kind of superficial Mm. which is i I wouldn't mind it if my abs were a little flatter Mm -hmm. i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind seeing that metamorphosis take place right i'll just leave it at that well you know that's you 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 say it's superficial but it actually speaks to something quite profound i think and i think you know this about yourself i think you're being modest what is it well, we, we began the conversation by saying you cannot change other people. And if I could give you greasy, rippling abs by snapping my fingers, I would. And you know I would. Yes. But of course I can't. Nor can anyone else. And so you've touched on the core of what we began this conversation about which is change from within mm-hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, swat the tennis ball back into your side of the court and say what are you doing to affect this change right now if i'm being totally honest with you mm. nothing mm-hmm. if anything i'm 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 effect, i'm making the, the problem worse by eating <laughs> eating uh Hoagies, hoagies, or pizza, or or what have you. Mm. Um, And I'm not exercising as much as I should be. I'm not doing 
I'm not dieting mm. um, as much as I I'm not watching what I eat, I should say. Right. Uh, so so can we say that there's an element of magical thinking in your desire for metamorphosis? I hadn't thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I am being realistic in saying that right now I'm getting fat and I know mm-hmm. that and I know that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to offer you some hope, which is this. When you were bathed in that light, perhaps it wasn't you getting fat. Perhaps it was just you getting cancer. And cancer now is not the death sentence that it once was, of course. Mm-hmm. We have treatments. And um, I would encourage you to go to an, oncolog- an, an oncologist as soon as possible because those treatments often result in rapid weight loss. Mm. And look, am I saying I hope you have cancer? Of course not, because there are other ways to deal with a weight problem. But, you know, if we're in a kill two birds with one stone mentality here, that magical thinking of yours may uh, realize itself in your treatment for cancer. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think we reached that magical 80% part of, uh, of the podcast. We really did uh, cover a lot of road today and some fascinating thoughts, I, I, I believe. What are you I, taking away from this? Well, for one thing, I'm going to go see a doctor, obviously. Yes, yes. Um, and I just think that I'm probably going to also make a few calls just to talk to some mutual friends of ours, just to see about how they feel about uh, this this movie that you're making with your son. In what way? I just want to talk to him about it. Well, who, who would you talk to? I, I assume artist friends. Just, just, you know, I'll probably call different people that we know. I might call, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a state official or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, but I, because I think it just sounds very interesting and I just want to talk to them about it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely applied for grants and was, and was rejected. I would imagine. Is that what you're talking about? I literally just want to talk to them about it and see what Uh they think about it. How about you? What did you get? What did, what what are you? Um, for me, you know, I think I'm going to redouble my efforts to change some things about my wife. And I know that we said you cannot change another person, but this conversation has really inspired me to try. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, it's been a great talk. I think so um, too. I think so too. You know, uh, for you, for you study groups out there, I would uh, encourage you to think of examples of metamorphosis in your own life. Uh, maybe there's a, a kind of visual representation you can do and, and uh, create an art project or a uh, comic book mm. um, reflecting metamorphosis. We'd love to see your results. Email them to us as always at topicspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that sounds like a really neat idea. Yeah. Um, so that concludes this week's episode. Michael, great conversation as always. As always. I'll talk to you soon. 
YouTube. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.